Welcome to the University of Young Entrepreneurs. My name is Brandon Adams, lifestyle entrepreneur and inventor, passionate about helping others with creating something great and becoming unforgettable. Each week we discuss helpful tips on becoming a successful entrepreneur and interview other entrepreneurs and inspirational people. Our goal is to help take your business and lifestyle to the next level. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the University of Young Entrepreneurs. I'm Brennan C. Adams, and on today's show, we have Nathan Hirsch, who is the founder of FreeUp. Nathan is gonna talk about how he's been able to sell millions of dollars of products on Amazon, how he started out of his dorm room. He started by selling textbooks because he got tired of getting screwed over by the colleges, so he was actually selling textbooks, making money off of it, he did in his dorm, and from his dorm when he was hiring people and built a seven-figure business. So we talk about how he did that. We go through the process, what it takes to sell on Amazon, how to make money on Amazon, what it consists of for doing drop shipping so you don't actually have to touch the product. And then we go into what it takes to hire the right people. So his company, FreeUp, hires people and helps other people hire, make the right hire. Also, the interview process. What does that look like? How do you find the right talent? How do you find the right people to uh, join your team? We go through all this. Um, I'm excited and I'm actually, Nathan is in Orlando, so he's gonna introduce me to some people when I go down there here. Um, so I'm excited to meet up with him and everybody in that, in that community. And you're gonna enjoy the show. Before we get into the show, I want to direct you over to my website, brennancadams.com, but also go to brennancadams.com forward slash accelerator. Check out my accelerator program. If you wanna accelerate your business in 30 days, that's what we do. We have a mastermind where I match you up with the right kind of people. And then also, I help you become more, more comfortable speaking. I help you with Snapchat, Facebook Live, show you how to make money doing that. Help you stand out in the industry. And then most importantly, I help you figure out how to connect with the right influencers to make more money. Go to birdandcadams.com forward slash accelerator. Put in the code CEO, you get $200 off. I'm looking forward to seeing you in that. It's a hit, we're having a lot of fun, people are having a lot of success. If you wanna make a big change in your life, you need to join the Accelerator program. So let's jump right into it with Nathan Hirsch. Let's get started. Welcome back to the University of Young Entrepreneurs. I'm Brennan T. Adams. And on today's show, we have Nathan Hirsch from FreeUp. What's going on, my man? Not much, Brandon. How are you doing? I'm doing good. You know, I, I just got talking to Nathan here, and it turns out, as I had mentioned, uh, he's in Orlando. So I got a friend down in Orlando when I get down there here soon. Uh, we're going to have to meet up and definitely go to the Drunken Monkey. <laughs> That's yep. a co-working space. <laughs> It's a go-to spot for your morning coffee. They have good food, a lot of vegan and vegetarian stuff. Um, they don't have beer, but there's a place right next to them that has beer. I was going to say, well, they call it the Drunken Monkey. I think like craft <laughs> beer. <laughs> but yeah, well, I'll find the breweries around there too. So, so today you're going to tell your story. I, I, I'm very interested on this. Uh, we got uh, connected from Jennifer, um, which I'm glad she uh, introduced us to have you come on the show. I want to hear where you first got started because, I mean, you were selling out of your dorm room, a true young entrepreneur, and now you're helping people connect people to find them jobs. But start off, where you got started, like as a young entrepreneur, like your first endeavor, what made you uh, jump into entre entrepreneurship and how it led you to where you are today, man? 
Sure. So I always hated authority um, and I hated being told what to do. And I had the internships and the standard jobs that you show up, punch in, punch out. Um, and I always wanted to start another business, but there's a big difference between wanting to do it and actually doing it. Um, so when I was in college and I was broke and I needed extra beer money, um, I got pretty angry at the bookstore because you'd buy textbooks for hundreds of dollars and then you'd go to resell them at the end of the year and they'd offer you five to 20 bucks. Um, and I noticed my friends were pretty pissed and I thought I could make some extra money um, buying their textbooks and reselling them at the end of the next semester, or the beginning of the next semester, um, once the price goes up. So I started doing that a few semesters and started making pretty good money. And that naturally led me into Amazon because Amazon was growing at the time. Everyone knew them at the, as the bookstore more than the everything store that they are now. So I got into Amazon very early on where there weren't many sellers on different products. Um, and I kind of had the idea of dropshipping before I knew what dropshipping actually was. And I definitely wasn't the first person to create dropshipping, but I was one of the first people to get into it on Amazon. So what and is dropshipping so people that I mean don't know understand? Yeah, so the concept is you don't actually touch the product. So you find different deals online, you find different retailers, different manufacturers that'll let you ship um, or sell their products for you. You list the product on your website or Amazon or whatever it is, and once you sell it, you fill the order from them. So you place the order with them or you submit it with them, however they do it, um, and they ship the product from them to the customer. And the benefit for them is um, you increase their sales and you handle the customer service so they don't have to. And the benefit for you is you get access to all these products and you can sell products without actually um, touching them. So that's kind of um, how the drop shipping starts. It makes it a lot easier. So you're not actually like shipping it out yourself. Like it's all like online, taken care of. You make the sale. Yeah, and there's pros and cons of doing it. You you don't have as much control as if you shipped and packaged the product yourself. Um, but the pros is very positive cash flow along with not having to have a warehouse and all that kind of stuff. So um, I got into that, and before I knew it, um, I was running a multi-million dollar business out of my college dorm room, um, hiring my friends, hiring people that are putting up jobs in my uh, fraternity and different things like that. And I ended up hiring my first workers or my first employees before I could legally drink. So it was kind of this crazy, <laughs> still this crazy business that just came out of nowhere. And what college did you go to? Uh, Quinnipiac University. It's next to Yale and New Haven. Okay. okay so what did you? What were you going to school for at that time? Yeah, business entrepreneurship. So I'm one of the few people that went to school for what I wanted to do and ended up doing it. <laughs> I, I got a major at Iowa State University in business management and a minor entrepreneurship. But now they actually have a entrepreneurship program. Like you can get a major in it. But like I laugh because I mean they teach you so much. But at the end of the day, like you want to learn entrepreneurship, go lose a hundred grand and start a fucking business. <laughs> like, yeah. like that's the best way to learn, you know. But uh, so I want to hear the logistics. I know people in college right now are wondering, like, okay. You you started selling on Amazon, took a couple million dollars like in like what was that first like ten thousand like like what was the system? Tell us exactly like how you created the system to sell the books, what you did online, um, and then how you like scaled that on a level. Just show that whole process. Sure. So once I started figuring out that I could drop ship from Amazon, I really ditched the book thing because I'd much <laughs> rather not touch the product than carry around all these textbooks all day. So the basic concept would I would go to these different websites. I started off on slickdeals.com. So they would post a deal on Walmart or Toys R Us or um, some random site for whether it was a video game or some plastic toy and it would be 50% off for 48 hours or they were running some kind of promotion with free shipping. And I would go on Amazon and find a listing that Amazon wasn't selling on, um, find a listing that the prices were way higher than what you could get at the Walmarts or wherever I was getting this product. And then I would list the product 
and hope that it would sell. And I would try to find products with high sales rankings, popular products, and it ended up working really well. I would wake up every day to sales that were growing and um, I would just continue to list products and look for products. And then when I hired my employees, I taught them to look for products. And then on the customer care side, um, I did an internship at Firestone, and I don't know if you've ever been to Firestone Complete Auto Care, but they're all about customer service. They're the yeah. anti-Jiffy Lube. So <laughs> when, when you go to Firestone, you have a good experience. They make sure you do. They're friendly, and, and, they, and they teach their employees to be that way. So I had this customer service background that I really applied to Amazon, and I think it helped me because a lot of people go into Amazon and they struggle because they don't understand that while the customer is not always right, on Amazon you have to do everything possible to make them happy you got to avoid the negative feedback and all that. So I kind of took my Firestone experience and built a customer care team of employees. I took the listing experience that I just learned from trial and error and taught people how to list products. Um, and then I kind of focused on growing the company and finding new sources of um, vendors, new manufacturers and stuff like that. So that's really how the, the system got set up originally. Nice, nice. So you got that system set up. And wait, how old are you now? I'm 27. Okay, you're 27. So you were doing this in college, and this is what, eight years ago? Yeah. Eight years I started ago. at 1920. But you did graduate. So, like, even did with graduate. doing all that, you graduated somehow. How many hours a week were you working on this and, like, actually doing your school? Oh, man. It got crazy. I mean, I was working probably 40 hours a week. I was in a fraternity. Um, I had a girlfriend at the time. I got decent grades in school. And my parents were always like, you're graduating college. And I was paying for college. So um, I obviously wanted to do well there. And I ended up getting dean's list. So I put it all kind of together. I mean, it was just a crazy few years of college. And it went from me like having no responsibilities in life, like going to college, <laughs> just drinking all the time and um, hanging out with friends and playing video games. To oh my god, I'm like running this business and going to school at the same time and balancing everything else. So uh, it was intense. Plus, it, throwing busy season for the first time and it just gets crazy. Oh yeah, definitely. So, so what what is it? So what does it take like to sell on Amazon? Like how? What's the trick to it? Because I mean, you, you're doing a lot of sales in your sleep. Like it's easy. What is the trick for anybody that wants to sell on Amazon? Is there like three top you must do's or tricks or tips or anything you can give us? Definitely. Um, it's also it's always changing. Like what, what worked seven years ago doesn't necessarily work today. Um, but the core principles of having that customer service, if you go into Amazon with the mentality that I don't want to issue refunds, I don't want to deal with returns. Like I want to like fight with customers and not solve their problems. Like you won't succeed. You'll get suspended. You'll get kicked off. The other thing is it's a much more uh, long-term play now. Um, when you're building a product, you want to improve search search engine optimization um, and incre increase your rankings and all that. But you want to do it in a safe way. You don't want to do black hat methods. You don't want to. What's um, black hat method? Um, so manipulating reviews is a, is one example of it. Um, getting Can Amazon shut you off for that? Oh yeah, easily. So um, so I how can you get like organic traffic? How with SEO and stuff, what's the trick to get that? I mean, obviously, if you have a good product, like people are going to tell, but like, how, what are some different things you can do to up the game? Sure. So marketing outside of Amazon for your product that, and then directing the traffic to Amazon is a good way to have people buy your product, whether it's so, starting social media and running social media ads or um, getting on podcasts or blogs and talking about whatever products you're selling and really um, building your brand and building yourself a, as an expert in that brand. If you sell pet supplies, you want to be known as the go-to pet guy in the industry. Um, and that naturally flows to Amazon and then you get people to buy your products. And then um, consistently following up was going to be my, my third thing 
when you do finally get sales and you kind of break that barrier of getting on Amazon and listing your product and getting sales, make sure you're you're being one-on-one with your customers at first because you need their feedback. You need their reviews. You can't do it without them. And if anything goes wrong, go above and beyond to make them happy because those initial customers are everything. If you mess up those initial customers, you have no chance in the industry. That's a good point. I mean, every customer counts. I like how Gary Vee says, like, treat everybody as a person, not like a just another sale and make sure they are happy because them reviews can kill you. So you talk about products. So what are some products that you sell right now? Yeah. So we sell a lot of home goods, toys, baby products, um, seasonal stuff like the Halloween inflatables that um, are in in everyone's lawn. And and we've kind of started off expanding away from that, but we always found that we made more money um, and the process and the systems were better for whatever reason when we focused on those categories. Okay. So selling Amazon, where does free up come into this? Like where does that company come into play with everything you're doing? Yeah. So I told mention that I hired people at a young age. I made some really awesome hires. For example, my business partner, Connor was one of my first hires. He randomly messaged me on Facebook one day. I had no idea who he was and he's been my business partner for seven years. But along the way, I've also made some bad hires and I made the mistakes that other people have made. I've also spent more than enough time dealing with the HR, posting jobs, interviewing people, dealing with turnover, which is incredibly expensive and annoying and frustrating if you're a business owner. So I wanted free up to be the alternative to the standard way of doing things. Instead of going out and posting jobs and getting applicants and going through them yourself, we get those applicants every week and we filter through them. We take the top 1%. We have strict training and guidelines on communication and working and all that. And then we make them available to our clients on a first come first serve basis. So when I was hiring for the first time, I really wished I had a free up an alternative to the standard way because I would have saved a lot of time. And I mentioned how frustrated and I'm one of those people that gets angry at certain things that I don't think should be the way they are and stuff like turnover when you've invested time and money into someone just to have them leave that that makes me angry as a business owner so with free up we protect our clients from turnover and that's something that I wish I had when I was growing my Amazon store nice nice you know that's one thing I mean I it's a different situation so when I worked with corporate I was a hire and the guy to fire too and nothing worse than having to fire somebody um, but like the hiring process, like it's so hard to find the right person. It's, it's a vetting process. And how do you know, like to find the right person for the company? Yeah. I mean, it, it took me seven years to come up with an interview process that I like and it works. And towards the end of, before I started free up, when I was like the three years before I made really good hires and I really focused in on, okay, this interview process is working. We've tweaked it so many times that like, this is a perfect process. So let's go through it. So let's, because I, I'm curious about this. So like, let's say you were interviewing me, like how, what would that look like? What question are you asking me? <laughs> it's a good question. It is part of the proprietary part of free up, but to break it, <laughs> but to break it down, I mean, we're looking for people who have strong communication because if you can't communicate, I don't care how talented you are, um, it's never going to work out. On top of that, we're looking for people who are honest about what they can and what they can't do. Because if you hire the right people that have the right skills and they're honest about that, you avoid so many issues down the line. So I'd rather hire someone who can, who's honest of what they can and can't do than hire a skilled person that's always trying to push the limit, who's telling my clients that they can do things that they might not be able to do. On top of that, you're looking at their background. You're looking for big clients that they worked for in the past, a track record of success and experience with those clients. And then you're always looking to see their work and actually see what they're doing and bringing on a day-to-day basis. So it's a combination of those 
four things. To me, communication is the most important because if you find someone that communicates well, all the other things kind of fall into place and and it kind of starts with that. But then you always have the skills um, that you're trying to test them on. And we we use our experts and people on our team that have been in e-commerce for years to help us filter through these hundreds of applicants that we get. It's a good point. It's the one thing I remember when I interviewed people and I, I would ask them like, where do you see yourself in three three years, like tell me about yourself. And a lot of the questions weren't even questions like to the job. I just wanted to see who they were as a person. Because personality and communication, I think, I mean, that's the one thing I look at. If you can communicate, the rest can flow. You know, you can learn anything. If you're willing to learn, that's the biggest thing. Are you willing to learn? So with your company, what, where do you see it going? Like, where do you see yourself five years from now with this? Um, where do you th- see things changing in the industry? Sure. One last thing I forgot on the other thing. Be, hiring people that fit the culture of your business is incredibly important. Culture. We were we were talking before about like money isn't everything. Yeah. Um, and, and we care a lot more about growing our companies and doing awesome things and being surrounded by awesome people. If you find people that only care about money, who are only trying to advance their career, who won't put their client's business and treat it like their own, those people don't fit. And depending on what kind of culture you're building and the way you build a culture is going to be different than mine, make sure you hire people that fit into that. Um, in terms of where FreeUp's going, I mean, I want to compete with the other people in the industry, the other companies in the industry, the freelancers of the world, the monsters of the world, and really change the way that people hire because there needs to be a more hands-on process. There, there are a lot of people that have awesome businesses and awesome products and awesome ideas and the only thing holding them back is they can't hire the right people and they don't have that robust HR team um, that bigger companies have. So I really want to compete and change the way and set the standard for what the freelancing industry should be. Nice, man. Nice. So you've done a lot. You're 27 years old. You've accomplished a lot. You're selling millions, millions on Amazon. So what would be some of the tips? What have you learned along the way in this journey? Like your best advice or just some things that come to you that you realize like how you've been able to do it in life. Share that with us so we, I mean, the audience can know how they can kind of take away from your story and do it in their own way. Sure. So the things that make me unique as a business owner is is I try to focus on prioritizing. I try to focus on making business decisions and taking out everything possible personal. I mean, we both mentioned that firing people is the worst thing in the world. But at the same time, if you're making decisions based on your emotions, it it usually doesn't work out. And then the other thing is just taking calculated risks. You always want to put yourself in position where the the chances are uh, if it, if whatever decision you make works out there high probability of success something awesome is going to happen and if it doesn't work out it's not the end of the world and if you surround yourself with decisions and you always pursue decisions that are low risk high reward eventually those things are going to work out and help you grow your business over time so taking calculated risk making decisions while taking out the emotions of it um, and prioritizing tasks of what should be done first is really how I found success. Do you, beyond your companies, do you invest in anything else or are there any other like side things that you do for fun? What's that look like for you? Yeah, I mean, I do stocks. Um, I've, I bought like Apple, Amazon, Dunkin' Donuts for whatever reason. I've been decently <laughs> good at picking those, but th- that's more lucky than anything else. I'm definitely not a professional stockbroker, but I haven't invested in any other companies um, or anything like that. I mean, I've met with, I've done like Shark Tank type sessions where when I was at Quinnipiac, they invited me to review other people's business plans and give advice. And I love talking to just business owners and clients in general and helping them. Um, but I'm more focused on free up because the best way that I can help business 
business owners and even freelancers is by providing more jobs and helping businesses grow. So that's really what I'm focused at. So, so what do you see most companies failing at doing for when they hire their people? Because like a lot of people, they hire the right wrong people on the team. And I believe the team is the most powerful thing if you want to go far. And for me, like I have a great team. I'm very lucky. And I've been able to find them when I go speak or they see my work out in the crowd like, and they add value to me and they, they earn their spot on the team. But for other people, like, what do you think is a big mistake they do when they hire the people? Like, because a team is everything. Without your team, you're, you're going to fail. Agreed. Yeah. The biggest mistake is hiring people that are exactly like you. I try to do the exact opposite. I surround my people. I surround myself with people that are nothing like me, that have the opposite skills. I'm yep. always boom, boom, boom. I move fast. I try to prioritize and problem solve quick. I want to surround myself with people that will to be like, Nate, slow down. Like we got to plan this long term or whatever it is. And that also had the skills, whether if you're a sales guy, you want to focus yourself um, around people that do the customer service and the marketing and the content writing, um, whatever you're really good at, focus on that and surround yourself with people that do the opposite at a very high level. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it's having your dream team and your mastermind group. And for me, like it's everybody doing the things that I don't like to do, do what you know, you don't know how the others do. So talk about the the average of the five people you hang out with so like who are some of the people you surround yourself with or who are some of your mentors um because i believe mentors are huge in your success in business yeah so my business partner connor is number one i mean we complement each other very well he's much more of a long-term thinker i'm much more short-term i'm very quick and prioritized he's much more research and methodical um, he's a fantastic writer i consider myself a good salesperson but i'm definitely not on his level of writing yeah. um, so we work together very well in that regard and what's cool about him is he's very good at networking um, with people in the industry that i necessarily wouldn't um, i'm more focused on like clients and workers and people that bring more instant gratification whereas he's more long-term. So I've been introduced to, um, and these names aren't going to mean anything, but like Alan and Martin, um, who I can introduce you to when you come to Orlando, um, that own Vinvella, which is an investment firm in Orlando that I never would have met. Nice. Um, but I look up to what he's done because he teaches at Rollins. He's invested in some awesome startups in Orlando and he's good at picking those startups out. So I'll always we actually met with him yesterday and I'm like, is free up investable and like asking all that. And he's like straight to the point. He'll be brutally honest with you. And his answer was yes. But the, <laughs> the, just meeting people like that who have been there and done that. And, uh, the Greg Pollock's of the world. I don't know if you know who that is. Um, he created uh, code school in Orlando, but people that are in Orlando that are giving back to the community that have built businesses, um, and been there and done that are the people that I look up to. Well, good. I, I know that I got some connections when I come down. I'm looking forward to it, brother. One more question, I guess. I, I'd like to hear from you, your insight. What do you think is the number one struggle young entrepreneurs have to like become a real entrepreneur that's making money and having success? What, what do you think that is people struggle with? Yeah, so what I think people struggle with is the work ethic part. If you're going to the, the two options in life are you go out and get a real job or you create a business. And if you're not willing to work the 50, 60 hours a week, work on weekends, wake up when there's an emergency and prioritize your business, then you need to go the job route. Um and there's a lot of people out there and I learned that when I did the Shark Tank thing, when I would ask them questions, I'm like, "All right, so you're committing to this full-time after college, right?" And they're like, "Ooh, I don't know. I'll like do this part-time on the side." I'm like, "All right, well, 
well, I'm never going to invest in you. And the chances are you're not going to succeed. Like this needs to be your number one priority in terms of your work life. So that's really my advice. If you're going to build a business, you need to be able to commit to it. There, I work with some clients who have a full-time job and run business on the side. And I mean, you're never going to get to where you want to be. There are very few people who can run a side business and have success and actually grow it. And if you can, all the power to you. Um, but for me, it's all about working, putting in the hours and really um, focusing on hitting your goals and uh, growing and execution. Burning the bridges, not looking back, brother. There's, exactly. there's no side gig to give you a crutch. You just got to go right for it. Man, thank you for coming on the show. Where, where can people find you? Yeah, check me out on all social media, uh, Nathan Hirsch for freeup.com. Um, if you go to freeup.com, you can book a meeting with me right there. My calendar's there. Um, I love meeting with potential clients um, and all that. Uh, you can check out the FreeUp blog, which we post a lot about remote hiring, e-commerce, uh, workers, and all that stuff. Um, and I'm on Skype all day, so I'm pretty easy to contact. And I look forward to talking to anyone listening. Awesome, man. So what, what do you want to leave with the audience? One uh quote or advice or something to leave with everybody today? Yeah, I mean, there's almost no business owners that get to a high level of success without hiring people and hiring the right people. So to me, it's very important. You can only do it yourself for so long. And if you've had bad experiences hiring, I'd like you to check out FreeUp because I've been there. A lot of my clients have been there and we're trying to improve the way that you've hired in the past. Good stuff, man. So true. Well, Thank you for coming on the show. I appreciate it. And you know what time it is, everybody. It is time to go out there, create something great, and become unforgettable because life is too short not to. I'm Vernon T. Adams. Have a great day, everyone. Hope you enjoyed the show with Nathan Hirsch. You know, he gave some great insight about selling Amazon, but also about how to make the right hire. And it's a good point. I mean, you need a great team. Without a great team, you cannot go far. Your team is what helps you grow, helps you scale, and makes you go farther and builds you up. And also find somebody that is good in an area that you're not good at, somebody who can supplement you to uh, everything that you do. So find that dream team. It'll make you become more successful. Go over and check out the notes at BrendanTAdams.com. Look at the show notes for Nathan Hirsch, and we'll have all the links there and everything directed for that. And uh, again, if you haven't connected with me yet, on, on Snapchat, BTAdams18. Be sure to snap me. And hey, snap me and tell me what your goals are. Snap me and tell me who you are, your background. I will snap you right away back. I promise you, snap me at BTAdams18. And if you want to join my accelerator program, go to BrennanTAdams.com forward slash accelerator. It's a game changer. You want something to change your life, to help you grow your business. This is it. I 100% agree on it, believe in it. Everybody that's joined has believed in it. Join it, you will too. I hope to see you in the program. So that's it for today's show. I hope you enjoyed it. And in the meantime, go out there, create something great and become unforgettable because life is too short not to. I'm Brendan C. Adams. Have a great day, everyone.